This week on LIW's Fear the Walking Dead Review. LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to episode 93 of LIW, The Walking Dead Review. Today's episode is Fear the Walking Dead 309, Minotaur, 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 whatever, however you pronounce that. So, so I, I have an interesting, I don't know if it's interesting, it might be really boring, who knows. My thoughts on this episode... Uh, well, well, two things here. Uh, first of all, I, I realized after I co- recorded episode 308 before the break, uh, right when I finished, I was thinking about The Walking Dead, the original, and I was like, all the zombies, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I look back and I was, I was thinking, for this show, I barely mentioned the zombies. Like, this show is almost not about zombies at all. And that is, that is it sounds lame. And that sounds like, oh, they're doing a bad job for a zombie show. No, that means they're doing a tremendous job on show. Because if if your main focus is there's zombies and this is the zombie apocalypse and they have to learn to survive in the zombie world, and I'm watching it and don't even really think about the zombies, it, I mean, it's bad zombie, yeah, but it's really good show. Like, this is a better show than the original Walking Dead. It's not good on the characters, which, again, goes as a testament to how good this show actually is. I mean, there were a couple of weak spots in, early in the season. I realized that it's not the greatest show in the world. But the fact that I barely even thought about the zombies, the fact that I'm, I'm, I love the plot, I love where it's going, I love uh, just basically how this world is built, really is a testament to this show in the writing and all that. Again, I don't like the characters a whole lot. There's some characters I really love. Most of them are kind of bland, uh, and you kind of feel like it's a little bit repetitive, but so is The Walking Dead. We all have to admit that. Hey, they made a new camp. Oh, they absorb a couple members, and then they have to fight that camp. Okay, and they fight the camp, and then they win, or they, then they lose a couple members in the process. And repeat. That's The Walking Dead right there. That's that in a nutshell. Um, and it's weird because... You would think there'd be way more zombies in this because they're when they're in L.A. and all that shit. I was like, oh, there's gonna be so many more zombies. But then there's like they go to Mexico and there's barely any. Kind of weird, kind of unexpected. The second thought I had well, had was this episode debuted. Uh, I, a couple days went by. I I got it downloaded um, legally. Do, do you buy that? But I, I I looked at it and I was like, oh, the shit. There's only two episodes out. I don't, well, they must have did a back-to-back episode. I didn't even realize. And then I look at this time, the running time, and I'm like, I go, oh, shit, an hour and 26 minutes for the opening episode, episode 309? Motherfucker. So I had to watch that, and then the episode 310, The Diviner, and then I, I watched this one, and I was like, at, you know, toward the end of this episode, the, the one that I watched, the hour 26 episode, I was like, they had the divining rod there when they're finding water at the end. That was weird. Why is the next one called The Diviner? They must really come into play again. And then I looked and I started playing The Diviner that I downloaded. And I was like, oh, it's the second half of that episode. So basically it's a two-part episode. The, the one I watched was someone combined the files. It's two episodes in one. Huge relief because I was like, that's so much to watch. I don't know if I can handle this. Um, which, you know, it's good to find that out afterward. Uh, because it was... I think had I realized before, maybe I would have finished before. I don't know. I could have finished. Because also episode 311 is out right now. I haven't watched it yet. 
But now I got three episodes to do. I, thank God I already watched two of them. I can get that out of the way. Anyway, that's just a little you know insight of what I was what was going through my mind at this moment. Um, this one just opens up with uh, apparently the Indians are just moving into the camp. Walker's people just moving into the camp, and uh, that's just the way things are because of what's his name, uh, fucking Sons of Anarchy guy's death. Otto, I think his name was. I don't remember. Uh, again, I just refer to them as what I've seen them before, like the following or Sons of Anarchy. Um, well, their last name is Otto. What the fuck is his first name? Oh, my God. That is so confusing for me right now. Anyway, um, they show up. Uh, the following takes them down to the armory. They see all the guns that they have there. They kind of say that there's two keys. He's like, you have a key? He gives them the walker, and then I have a key. And the following keeps his following, meaning Jake. And... And I was like, yeah, this is because the zombies went around and ate all the bolt cutters. So, yeah, we need two keys because they can't just get in there in any way. The zombies love flesh and anything sharp that can apply enough pressure to break a lock. That's what zombies eat. That's just what they do. How, this isn't going to fucking work, kid. Come on, think about it. Uh, how, do you, how do you outsmart Kevin Bacon for so long in the following? And this is how you, this is how you think about locks. So, uh, later on, Alicia and Madison are talking. Alicia call or Madison says like says some line to Alicia about like just tell the truth. Lies don't help or something like that. And then I love that Alicia calls Madison out on her shit. And I love that it's happening more and more. People are calling Madison out on her shit. But at the same time, people are are standing up to her, but they're also just listening to everything she fucking says about every decision they have to make, and they're just following her blindly, and it is driving me nuts because it's just leading to chaos. It is getting worse and worse, and they're following her more and more, and those two things are correlated. They, they, they do, it is a uh, cause and effect. I wish they would realize that. She's a fucking idiot. She makes these rash decisions. Remember when she turned on the goddamn hotel lights for Travis and then brought all the zombies? That, oh, my God. She's so stupid sometimes. She just does things in the moment. She even does one in the next episode here that is just so stupid. And, I mean, I'll get to that later, obviously. But she just says things and does things. And is like, I'll deal with this and these consequences later. That's just how I'll live my life. And, therefore, everyone else would live their life according to my standards here and my blind leadership. Oh my gosh, she's she's a fucking train wreck. And I was listening to The Nerdist recently and with Robert Kirkman, and they mentioned that, you know, Madison is from Alabama, and then we had kind of, they kind of ran into a, you know, maybe she runs into this, you know, she's part of that plot line because she's from Alabama. Maybe they, maybe they go there. And, and Robert's like, nah, probably not. And I was like, oh shit, mate. he's a guy that wouldn't say it if it were true, and he, he probably doesn't know yet. I would love it. If eventually they got there, I would love it if this group got there and killed the other group. <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. That would be an amazing ending. And the show, two shows just merge. And it would be kind of like uh, the Cleveland show, where Cleveland was on Family Guy, left, did the Cleveland show, wasn't on Family Guy anymore. They just didn't have in the episodes. It was, was kind of cool. And then when the Cleveland show got canceled, he just came back, integrated them back into the plots. And I kind of hope this happens where, you know, this group goes there, they kind of, you know, half and half groups, and they're all together. That'd be fun to watch. I would love that if they just kind of mesh together. Uh, that would be interesting. I doubt it's going to happen, obviously, but that'd be cool. Uh, maybe they get rid of all the stupid characters and the annoying characters. It just depends on how the plot goes from that point, I guess. Although it seems like 15 seasons in, that's what they would eventually get. Because that is across the country at this point. Anyway, I'm way off topic here. So this episode is really about like paranoia and fear and you know, trust because this, this Indian group that moved in, uh, it's just a reverse, you know, a Cliff, Christopher Columbus, 
in which case the Indians come in and they start taking stuff from the white people and the white people are all mad and then they feel like, this is our land. And it's like, not really, but <laughs> and this it's just backward. I think that's what they're playing on. They don't, they're not hitting it too hard, so it's not annoying. But that's clearly what they're going for. The, the family, our family camp, or sorry, the, the, the family camp, you know, the one with Madison that they're at, uh, the auto camp, I guess you call it. They're not trusting the Indians, and they really don't trust Ophelia because Ophelia killed a bunch of their fucking people before. Ophelia's like a weird villain that doesn't do anything anymore. She just kind of looks sad on the side. It's really fucking boring. She's super boring. Um, and then there's also Daniel not trusting people. They're, they're handing out water to people, to these villagers, uh, little one person at a time. Uh, and then he's kind of looking around. He's like, I, I thought he's going to like see some sort of like terrorist attack because you see this girl give another girl a backpack and then run away. And I was like, fuck, is there going to be like a suicide bomber in this? That's weird. Why? why? And then uh, you see a bunch of zombies coming in. And I was like, that person that ran away when they gave him the backpack just ran toward the zombie. What the fuck? What, what's going on? I don't, I don't quite understand what's going on. And then they just cut away and you don't really see what happened. And I was like, that was odd. That was a strange, strange place to leave that scene. It didn't really have a, a resolution. So we finally get a Nick for me. This is just personal. We finally get a scene where Nick's talking to Ophelia. And I was like, oh, here we go. And they're kind of flirting, but kind of also, it's like a hate flirt. I don't know what the fuck it was. Uh, it was like a, we used to knew each other, but now you, know, you fuck me over type of, type of chat. But it was also very sexual. And I was like, oh, I finally get in that scene I wanted because Luciana left. I wrote in my notes I wrote that one girl, but while saying it just now, I just remember her name. And I was remember how I kept confusing Ophelia for Luciana and that whole fucking thing that I went down and for like three episodes, and I was like, oh shit, that's not her. <laughs> oh god. And uh yeah, I finally get what I wanted. Luciana's gone. Who gives a shit about her? Uh what a boring character, right? She didn't do shit and then left. Uh, and again, on another camp that they just went to, and then they left, and then there another one, and then you know, just keep repeating, repeating, repeating. It's at least interesting, though, because it's this is more like Fear the Walking Dead is more like a risk version of of Walking Dead. Walking Dead is just kind of a clusterfuck. It's a constant state of chaos. This one is like more political. It feels like, and I think I'm giving it too much credit, obviously, but it feels more like we're here. How can we make this work? Shit, this isn't working. Let's give it. Let's try this. That's nah, not working. Fuck it. Let's scrap it. And move on. And that I like that more. That's what I'm. That's I guess that'd be the major difference between this show and and The Walking Dead that I like. The, it's more tactical. You feel like they're doing it. They tell, kind of explain why they're doing it. In Rick's version, you just feel like Rick is doing it for Rick and Rick's kid, and then everyone else he likes, but he's not willing to really do anything for him outside of. If it doesn't benefit Carl, he's he's not Coral. He's not going to do it. You feel like he kind of has a questionable leadership more so than Matt. Not at, Madison makes stupid decisions, but Rick makes decisions that get people slaughtered by the dozens. Sometimes, like the large sections of their group are, are getting taken out because of Rick. Uh, not to say he's a terrible leader, but you know someone's going to make these decisions, and I think he makes the best out of terrible decisions. Madison is a uh, worse character, obviously. I love Andrew Lincoln. Uh, I, li I like the actress that plays Madison, I guess. It's just she's a little... Uh, I just don't like her character that much. She's not a, not a leader. Don't make her a leader. I'm saying leader weird. I'm saying it with a Canadian accent. Oh, oh, she's a terrible leader. You have no idea. Oh, she's like no other. Oh, man. What am I doing in my life? So, Troy is really hating his brother because he's in charge after the dad committed suicide. Everyone believes uh, the dad committed suicide, son of the Anarchy guy. 
And he's just staring at Spencer or staring, staring at uh, his brother, the following, like he's going to overthrow him. And I was like, he's just pulling a Spencer. That's why I said Spencer. He's pulling a Spencer from The Walking Dead where he's like pretending to be on his side. But really, he's like leading this secret militia, this weird mutiny against the following, his brother. And so that whole thing's brewing. Like I said, it's about paranoia. It's about fear. And then at the same time, Walker is kind of talking to Madison. And he's like, what's going to happen? Like, Because uh, the following kid might die still because of the arsenic or whatever the hell they gave him before. Anthrax, who the fuck knows? It was anthrax, right? They, so he's kind of poisoned. He's kind of trying to stay alive at this point. He looks a little pale. He looks really thin. I think it's like they lost weight. Um, he lost weight, not they. He, but he's like telling Madison, like, and if he goes, the little brothers isn't an option. And I was like, that's that's a great line. And she's like, I know. He's like, you're gonna do what you need to do. And he's, she's like, when it comes to that, we'll see. And I was like, it's really confusing that he's named Walker because it's the Walkers, the Walking Dead. Maybe name him something else. Maybe name him literally anything else. Anything other than zombie, like it would be perfect. And, and it, the Walker's terrible fucking name for this guy. Just as a as a fan of the show, like Walker's coming. There, there's Walker's coming. Oh no, that single man named Walker is coming. Can we call him like cart, like Chip, like fucking Skittles? Can we call him something else? Like literally anything. Like name, mash up a bunch of fucking syllables together. Call him that. I don't care as long as it doesn't end in Walker. I don't fucking care. Do anything. Anyway, um, there's like the whole, like I said, the whole underground scene with the, with the mutiny. Uh, they decide to kill this one guy. There's one of the Indians that's he looks more Mexican, but he's. He's kind of the the leader when Walker's not around. He's more harsh. He's more of a he looks more like a mercenary. And then this fat kid in the in the rebellion side walks up and tries to shoot him. They pull the they, they get the gun away from him. Someone gets shot in the leg. I don't really even see who. And one of the Indian guys starts to choke him out, and uh, he just falls over. They let him go. Um, basically, collapses trachea. He's probably gonna die. They they didn't really reveal yet what happened to him. Um, they, Walker decides because of this, they're going to take all the guns and Jacob's like, I'm not going to give you my key. That's not going to happen. And Madison goes, give him the key. And he's like, oh, okay, Here, here's my key. And I was like, that whole plot device is over already. I thought that was going to be like, uh, you know, hanging it over their heads for a while. I have a key. You can't have my key. And then they sneak in there anyway. Like I mentioned, somehow they find a bolt cutter in a zombie's stomach. Maybe it wasn't digested yet. I don't know. I, I know how much zombies love eating those though. And they'd have to get him really early, is what I'm saying. But so he just gets all the guns, and then and then they go around and they gather up all the guns. They take them from the citizens. It's very um, it's a fucking Gestapo situation. It and they take all the guns, and then it's like okay, so this is over. Um, when they go when they go to take take Troy's gun, he opens the door. They threaten him, and they go inside and. They're like, give us the gun. And then Troy pulls out his gun. There's a weird standoff for a while, for a lot of the episode, with Nick there. Nick's only there to talk Troy out of it. And for some reason, everyone's like, all right, fuck Nick. He's in on it. He's he's you know he's part of this now. He's he's a threat. And I was like, he's so half-assing it. He doesn't pick up a gun. He doesn't do anything. He just sits there and talks to him like he's a, almost like he's a guardian angel. Just like, come on, man. Just don't do this. What are you doing? Think about what you're doing. I don't know why he's, he's starting to turn into uh, Mark Wahlberg. What are you doing? Just put on the gun. Just put on the gun, man. Come on. What do you think you're doing? Come on. Forget about it. Put on the gun. What are we doing? And then 
Yeah, he doesn't. He keeps shooting. He's like, I'm willing to die for this. Blah, blah, blah. And he's a fucking baby. His hair is just like three and a half feet tall. He's almost got the flat top from uh, from House Party. Uh, kid and play shit. It's like, it is ridiculously large. And Nick kind of tells Troy that he killed his dad. He's not too happy about it. And then Troy puts down his gun. He's like, your dad didn't die to protect us. He I shot him because he wasn't. He was gonna let everybody here die, and then he's like, "Oh shit, my dad's a big puss puss." So he surrenders. Um, Madison and Walker are discussing punishments for the two of them. They decide to exile Troy, but they're gonna let Nick live and not gonna hurt him or make him leave because he wasn't really in on it. He was just there. Um, yeah, they, yeah, uh, you know, they go to leave because they're going to get water. Um, does it even get that far? I'm trying to, I have to separate where my notes end on this episode. So Daniel and his crew are getting attacked because of the water. They're like, why don't you just give us all the water? You guys came in, took all the water. And then they, you know, start throwing rocks at people. Daniel picks up the girl, gets in the truck, leaves. And then they're like, oh, and they don't get any water. I'm like, maybe learn your fucking place. If you don't have the water, go find your own water or leave the fucking guys who are giving you water alone. You're throwing rocks is not going to help. All that would happen is that. You would drink the water, and then you'd run out of water because you guys are not being adults about this. I understand you have kids and shit, but like, if you just take all the water, you die. If you dole it out slowly while you can you know, look for more water, you live. You fucking dildos? Think about it. Oh my God, I hate these people. They're so unreasonable. I, 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 my biggest fear in life, I, it's not like death, or it's not you know, being on stage, obviously. It's not... Uh, you know, revealing emotions. It's not being intimate. It's not uh, opening up my, you know, heart. It's dumb people in groups, mobs, basically angry mobs. Those are fucking terrifying because they're so stupid and, 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 and riled up and willing to do anything and not think about the consequences at all. They, they're willing to do fucking anything. It happens all the time. That is fucking terrifying to me. And this is what's happening in this episode on both ends of the camp. Anyway, Daniel and his crew leave, take the water with him. Um, Troy, I'm sorry, they, we see Nick go into an outhouse, and she's like, how long is he going to be in there? He's like, as long as it takes, or something like that. And then uh, we also see, basically, Troy demands that Madison go with him to be exiled. Uh, Troy's, they let Troy go. He, he attacks this one guy in the back of the truck, stabs him. I think he kills him. I don't see that guy move anymore. And Madison's just like, she just goes, stop it. Don't do this. Can you not do that anymore? Can you please stop stabbing that man? Okay. She pulls a gun on him. And he's like, what are you going to do? And he gets out of the truck. And he's just like, fucking shoot me. Come on. I'm gonna, you know I'm going to come back. You know I'm not going to end. Let this go. And uh, the whole scene, when she has a gun pulled on him, when he's on his knees, I'm like, this looks exactly like the end of Seven. Only she doesn't flip off emotions 16 times like Brad Pitt because she's not a great actress. I don't know. I'm attacking her. <laughs> she, she's a fine actress. It's, it's just... Uh, why am I protecting my... Like, I'm backtracking that, like, she's going to fucking hear this. Um, that just goes to prove that I really don't think she's a terrible actress, I guess. I don't give a shit. I don't care if she thinks that. Thinks that. I don't think she is, though. I think she just has a, a boring character. I think they need the right... They need the right, more reasonable things for her to say and do. I don't know. Maybe I like her more. She's just a, a, ball, a ball of unreasonable. Anyway, he's on his knees begging for death. It looks exactly like Seven... And as far as I can tell, that's where that episode ends. Um, she lets she lets Troy go, and he he walks away with his backpack, looking like a fucking eight year old who got he, you know he looks more like a an an eighth grader who just got like 
in a scrap with a with a guy in the playground and he got kind of punched in the nose and it started bleeding and he's like fine guys you guys are supposed to be my friends and then grabs his backpack full of his books and then walks away and he looks defeated and he looks like his honors didn't crush and he looks like he just has nowhere to go and he doesn't know what to do with his life anymore that's what he looks like he doesn't look like a i'm gonna go walk through the desert right now i might die i might not make this shit is not good for me i have no home he just looks like nah he just suffered a minor defeat fine <laughs> my nose is kind of bloody it doesn't really hurt but it's kind of bleeding <laughs> i'm gonna walk away like, where am i gonna find my pomade i don't know how he gets his hair up that high in, the, in this uh, world they all look so clean <laughs> so very very different than the the walking dead series anyway yeah, he leaves, and as far as I can tell, that's where this episode ends, and then the next one begins, because I did download the Diviner episode, and that seems about where it picked up, is uh, the next scene I have on my notes. So I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Um, I like this episode, it was fun, I don't, I, I felt like the whole, for once I'm going to say this, The Walking Dead moved too quickly, because all the chaos back at camp, with all the water, uh, I mean, that, that hasn't happened yet, but... All the shit where like it's already there's already a mob forming against the Indians moving in the camp, and they're already striking and pulling guns and shooting and like they already took the guns back. The Indians already took the guns back from the the Auto Clan, and I'm like, this is going so fucking quickly. I can't believe I'm gonna say the Walking Dead is moving too fast. And not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just a preference. Like I watched uh, Deadpool the other day, and I love that movie obviously because who doesn't. But I was like, the torture sequences where he's getting, you know, getting his powers. I was like, I love this movie. It's almost flawless. I just felt like the torture sequences moved too quickly. And I didn't really get, because the whole movie is about him tracking down the guy who tortured him. And then the torture was like a three or four minute scene. And it didn't really focus on it anything too long. You barely see anything. It's kind of like a montage. It's just not effective enough for me. It's, it's the one thing I would find in that movie. I was like, I wish I would have focused a little longer on that. Not that I want it to be like a fucking torture film like Saw or you know one of those movies are hostile, but a little bit more focus on it a little bit more. I would have been you know I would have really understood exactly what he went through. It just felt a little too a little too quick for me. Especially in that movie, it should stand out because it's the only brutal scene. It's the only scene where he's like when he gets put back in the the uh, oxygen deprivation thing. That's fucking brutal. It's the only time there's not a joke, and it's like I wish it would just focus a little bit longer because because of the separation between his character, you know, the way his character is every other time with the, the jokes and shit, just a little bit longer. I wish this sort of stretched out a little bit longer with the, the mutiny, but then I don't want it to become the scenario where, you know, fucking Negan's men are slowly taking over and it takes way too long, a whole goddamn season about it, about a, four little plot points that happen a whole goddamn season of the walking dead. And I also realized I'm kind of at like a, a Stockholm Syndrome with The Walking Dead. Because if you remember how goddamn angry I was this season, if you listen to the show, at the last episode of The Walking Dead, where, where Negan, you know, and they, they realize they have to fight him, how angry I was. Uh, the other day, like I said, I was listening to that interview with Robert Kirkman. It's a good time to do this story, I guess, real quick. I realized, oh, I'm really excited when it comes back. And I was like, wait, wait. Did I just think I'm really excited for when this show comes back? Because I was fucking angry. I was very angry. I wasn't angry that they left it at a cliffhanger about who died. I don't care about that shit. I'm, I, like, I love cliffhangers, really, to be honest. I don't like the structure of the show a lot. I like, all the, I like the writing of what they say. I like the writing of what they do. It's more about the pacing for me. It's always about pacing. 
I just feel like they have too many flaws with pacing, and it, it drags my love of the show way down. I hate being one of those fans that's like just complaining, 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 because I, I also like to point out in the show when I like things, I try to do that. I really do. I think if you listen back to these episodes, you'll, you'll see that. You'll hear that. It's not a visual show. If you see that, you're insane. You're an insane person. Um, you should probably get checked out because you're not, you're seeing things that are just audible. Unless you're like seeing the the wavelengths, you know, it's the audio. What the fuck am I talking about? I'm getting out of here. So, guys, uh, I like this episode. I like it a lot. Uh, the next episode's really cool too. A little weird. <laughs> the next episode's a little scattered, but it was fun, and I'm really excited for the second half of the season. I really am, um, and that's what I mean when I say I like to say good and bad things. Because I like this episode, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I have no idea what's going to happen, other than the next episode, which I, I did watch, thinking it was this one. But yeah, I, and like I said, I'm excited. But um, until next time, no, no. First, LAWstudios.com. Go there. All the shows are on there. You'll see all the all the videos, all the podcasts. A lot of fun. But more importantly, subscribe, follow whatever the hell it's called on YouTube dot com slash loitering in wonderland loitering in wonderland go check it out all the videos are on there they're they're fun they're a lot of fun share them with your friends guys please help us grow we, we need your support ah we need you guys i love you anyway uh facebook twitter blah 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 instagram law studios loitering in wonderland look for one of them i'm phoenix west um on those anyway until next time in the meantime i'm phoenix west like i just said so long citizens